Welcome to Crypto is Easy, a podcast for people who want to go beyond the hype in cryptocurrency. Step outside the daily noise, focus on the big picture, and figure out what really matters, usually the stuff you don't hear about on Twitter or the news. My name is Mark Helfman. I'm a top writer on Medium and Hacker Noon for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency topics. In Crypto is Easy, I provide exclusive content beyond the information I publish on my website and other outlets. If you like the podcast, read the show notes for a link to the Crypto is Easy newsletter or Google Crypto is Easy. In my newsletter, I offer a unique perspective and insights on Bitcoin and altcoins so you can make the most of this bull market. You'll also get my take on some promising smaller cap altcoins you probably have not heard of, as well as occasional guest posts, interviews with notable people in the cryptocurrency community, videos, podcasts, and articles you may find useful. Unless otherwise noted, everything you hear in my podcast will be my own thoughts and opinions, and none of it should be construed as financial advice. Relax and enjoy the ride. The total cryptocurrency market cap crossed 20 The total cryptocurrency market cap crossed $1 trillion this month. Let that sink in. $1 trillion. The total cryptocurrency market cap crossed $1 trillion this month. Let that sink in. $1 trillion. The total cryptocurrency market cap crossed $1 trillion this month. Let that sink in. $1 trillion. Bitcoin's price doubled its all-time high, and the overall altcoin market cap has almost touched its lofty 2017 peak. This is a moment almost three years in the making, but you don't see Bitcoin plastered all over the news and social media. No Lambos, no OGs getting mocked for buying pizza or nuclear bunkers. My, how far we've come. People who said crypto was a scam at a $500 billion market cap are now begging for a chance to buy at a $500 billion market cap. People who said never Bitcoin when its price was $14,000 in 2019, are now asking whether they should use their next stimulus check to buy some at $40,000. People who said they couldn't afford Bitcoin at $4,000 now tell me they'll buy the next dip. I have at least a half dozen friends and family waiting for Bitcoin's price to enter the buy zone of my plan for Bitcoin's bull market. Will that ever happen? We shall see. If you've subscribed to this newsletter and followed my plan since I launched it in March 2020, you should have somewhere between 300% and 700% gains on the money you invested whenever my plan called to buy Bitcoin and altcoins. You can't get those types of returns in any other market, any other time. And there's more to look forward to. The only question is whether more means a big run up to the market cycle peak or a big crash before a much larger, higher, stronger move. 
in this month's issue, I'll talk about the shifting mentality of people in the market, alt season, and some strategies you might want to think about now that the market is heated up. Because you're leaving the awareness phase. And if you don't know what that means, uh, recall last month's issue. If you don't have it, click the link in the issue. It, 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 click the link below. Uh, because in last month's issue, I introduced the anatomy of a bubble chart to give you a glimpse of what to expect as retail investors enter the market. And basically, that chart lays out the way uh, an asset price's value changes over time, starting with the stealth phase when only smart money knows about it, moving to institutional investors during the awareness phase where people start to know about it. And what comes next is a mania phase, which has you know all the media attention and all the you know the the, the mass general public, everybody's getting in, followed by a blow off where the price crashes significantly, not like a normal sell off, but just this massive think.com bubble bust, or the you know, housing market crash of uh, the U.S. housing market crash in 2007. Uh, so since 2017, cryptocurrency has drifted through the awareness phase. Most people know about it, but don't know too much about it. VCs and hedge funds entered the market, then institutional investors followed. Prices rose quietly, suddenly, and with little fanfare. During most of 2020, market data and my personal connections confirmed money flowed into crypto by the truckload of family offices, private investment funds, and portfolio managers. Based on, the, based on the pace of buying by institutional investment funds, those investors mostly stopped buying once Bitcoin's price went above $24,000. We'll see whether they start buying again now. They may have already done so. If Bitcoin's price goes back up, they'll tell you they did. If Bitcoin's price crashes, they'll tell you they didn't. The question now, when, we, when do we get that first sell-off? that necessary cleansing of greed from the markets before a much larger, stronger mania. Did it come during the massive crash of March 2020? If so, it's past us. We only have the mania to look forward to. Or does it still lay ahead of us, perhaps as a normal crash or a market cycle peak? If so, brace yourself and make sure you're ready when the time comes to buy more crypto. As of this issue, Bitcoin's price remains on a parabolic ascent and the total altcoin market looks like it's on the verge of a massive breakout. I suppose we'll have to wait for the market to tell us whether mania starts now or later. But you don't quit a marathon after the third mile. When Bitcoin's price went above 13,700 in November, 2020, I told subscribers to not buy or sell crypto. Anybody who strictly followed my plan would not have bought any crypto since Bitcoin's price went above $10,100. That said, I did tell everybody to buy everything they could until Bitcoin's price went to about $13,000, simply because of the fantastic market conditions. Once Bitcoin went above $13,700, the opportunity had passed. At $16,000, on-chain metrics and data about the movements of Bitcoin over time started showing the types of patterns you see before the market crashes. Based on history, Bitcoin was not ready to boom, yet here we are. It's still too risky, still too hot. At no time did my plan tell you to sell any crypto. For us, it doesn't matter what happens next. We got in at a great time, and now we get to enjoy whatever comes next. Up, we win. The value of our cryptocurrency will grow.
down, we win. We have money to buy more crypto. Opportunity of a lifetime. Did we miss chances to take profits or lock in our gains? Have we missed a prime 300% swing trade? Will we never get another chance to sell high, buy low? Possibly. Instead, we essentially guaranteed ourselves a safe return on a long-term wealth building opportunity with massive upside. We protected ourselves against a likely massive crash and put ourselves in a great position to earn a big windfall if the market does reach its peak ahead of schedule. There's no need to, gr- no need to get greedy now. Focus on opportunity, not price. It's, it's small consolation if you missed an opportunity to stack sats or build your altcoin portfolio from January 2019 to October 2020, but that's okay. You can save your money for the next opportunity. It may come sooner than you think. Life will give you many, many chances to make money and build wealth. Crypto has already given you lots of those chances, and it will again. If you wait for those opportunities, you won't need to worry about anything that's happening today. Price is only one factor in an investment decision. Typically, you want to look at risks and rewards. Great opportunities never come cheap. What do you stand to lose versus what do you stand to gain? If you bought Bitcoin at $100 and sold it at $2,000, you made 20x on your investment. If you bought Bitcoin at $1,000 and sold it at $20,000, you made 20x on your investment. If you bought Bitcoin at $10,000 and plan to sell it at $200,000, you will make 20,000, oh, sorry, you will make 20x on your investment. It's the same result regardless of price. Whether you have 100 Bitcoin or 0.001 Bitcoin, you get the same benefits as the price goes up. Why risk that upside by taking profits or timing the market? Why buy Bitcoin at $40,000 when the risks are high and the upside is low instead of waiting until the risks are low and the upside is high? You already missed a chance to buy Bitcoin when the risks were low and the upside was high. And that's okay. The opportunity will come again. But now everything's overbought. The on-chain data looks horrendous. And you should never buy anything when its price is going parabolic. At best, Bitcoin's price will hit two to four times max from this price before a blow off top. You're looking at somewhere between $60,000 and $120,000. All coins will probably average four to eight X under those circumstances. And don't quote me on that. Now, in any other market, that's incredible. But it's probably not the returns you're expecting in this market. So for now, you have a tough choice to make. I wrote about that in a post called Bitcoin and Altcoin Dilemma. You can uh, get the link uh, by reading below in the description below. Now, even though right now you have a tough choice to make, in the future, your decisions will get easier. To get my analysis at every moment, consider bumping your subscription up to the premium plan. In a bull market, everybody makes money. Everything goes up. Yet. Even though Bitcoin and altcoin prices have gone up for two years, some people still have a portfolio that's barely higher than the money they invested. And that's okay if you just want to play the crypto casino. You can make a lot of money trading, yield farming, and playing the rebases on algorithmic stablecoins. If you can do that successfully, you will do amazingly well in this market. If you're reading this newsletter, you probably can't do that, or perhaps you don't want to do it. And that's the same with me. For that reason, I prefer to build wealth the easy way, find great opportunities, act decisively when the time's right, 
let time and markets do the hard work, and accept the result, good or bad. Some people prefer the dollar cost average. That's a great approach to this market, but you will also buy at higher prices than you need to. During the parabolic end of a market cycle, none of that matters. A rising tide floats all ships. In a bull market, you win no matter what you do. In 2017, people made stupid money trading altcoins on the way up. Trade Bitcoin for Dash. Dash doubles, sell it for Monero. Monero doubles, sell it for Litecoin. Litecoin doubles, sell it for Tron. And continue. Four trades, 700% returns on investment in less than two months. While those traders were making 700% returns, holders saw their portfolios grow 700% without even touching a keyboard. How could this be? Because everything went up. In the full issue, I show you some charts which, which compare the returns for different altcoins during the 2017 bull market and during the DeFi mania of the past summer through to today. And the bottom line, and I suggest you read it, but the bottom line is when you look at the facts and the data in the charts and the actual movements of prices over time, you can see pretty clearly that at any given time, any altcoin can outperform another. In the end, they all go up. Some do better over one month, others do better over a different month, and a few lag behind for a while and then boom. None of that matters. Up is up. Time and markets will sort out winners and losers. If you have a knack for getting the perfect timing, you're going to do great. Otherwise, find good projects and ride them out. Have you swapped one altcoin for another because its token wasn't going up as quickly as everything else, only to see your new favorite altcoin stall while the other one went up? Did you ever sell a dog or ditch a winner, then watch its price boom a few weeks later? Do you ever fight with others over which altcoin is better than the other? Do you sift through Reddit rumors, white papers, and Telegram chats looking for hot tips? If so, did you enjoy it? Did it give you the results you wanted? Yes, some altcoins will buck the trend and either massively overperform or underperform the market. Assuming those movements didn't come from a pump and dump or hype cycle, those altcoins will sustain that performance beyond alt season. During alt season, everything goes up. You can pretty much guarantee your portfolio will too. You can win alt season with many different strategies. I publish a special issue about my personal strategy, and if you missed it, tap the button. You can uh, see that in the description too. Um, and by the way, of all the altcoins I mentioned in the post, um, which were a smattering of DeFi tokens plus the, the altcoins I told you about in 2017. And they're all still alive and kicking today. But do you know which one would have given you the best return since the March 2020 crash? Synthetics. But do you know the number two winner? Just barely behind it in terms of the returns. Litecoin, which has almost no developers, community, or mechanism to capture value. Its creator sold all his tokens years ago. Yet, Litecoin delivered better returns than every DeFi token, except synthetics. This is a totally speculative market. During alt season, everything goes up. In the long run, 
Litecoin will lose the race, even if it seems to lead this lap. Over time, good projects will continue to build and grow, develop strong communities and loyal users, and see their tokens reach prices that will astound you. But that will take years. How long are you willing to wait? And that's not to say all altcoins do the same thing. You will never hear that kind of talk from me. At least 700 altcoins have legit teams and actual development. They offer real-world solutions to important problems. Will they beat Bitcoin? We shall see. As an investment, altcoins have an advantage over Bitcoin. Given their small size, they don't have to beat Bitcoin to give you fantastic wealth-building opportunities. They don't even need to come close. Over time, Bitcoin will probably serve as a settlement layer for all sorts of financial transactions. You'd be surprised at the amount and quality of engineering around Bitcoin's flaws. A few altcoins will do amazing things and serve valuable roles in the financial networks of the future, capturing tremendous value along the way. Every other technology has more than one winner. Why would cryptocurrency be the exception? For that reason, I don't worry about the day-to-day -day swings of any altcoin's price, nor do I get wrapped up in the progress of any project's development unless it stagnates for months on end. My goal? Build my stake in these financial networks now when the risks are low, the costs are small, and the potential rewards are massive. As these networks grow, so does my wealth. To sell now would defeat the whole purpose. Unless the market forces me to exit, I have no reason to do so. My altcoins go to zero or infinity. The winners will deliver outsized returns that are unfathomable in any other market that you or I can access. Those winners will more than cover the losses from the losers many, many times over. Does that sound boring? Maybe. Would you rather get upset that your altcoin went up only 20% in a month or marvel that you have a ringside seat for the development of a new financial network, play a small part in its growth and see the value of your investment grow many times over. The future is unfolding before your very eyes. Amazing innovations are forming now. Don't let greed keep you from appreciating them. For example, look at your finance. Its token, YFI, exists solely to transfer value into some other asset. It works because speculators buy YFI tokens. This subsidizes rewards for users and developers. And that's great as long as the price of the token goes up. What happens when it doesn't? How long do you think speculators will stick around? Yes, you can get in-kind rewards, but that doesn't automatically make them valuable. As an investment, I don't see why anybody would buy YFI instead of Uniswap, SushiSwap, or other altcoins that drive value to the tokens themselves. Perhaps the value lies beyond the token. Towards the end of the year, towards the end of last year, Yearn Finance started merging with other projects. When you use Yearn Finance, you get access to a bunch of DeFi protocols, swaps, borrowing and lending dApps, developer communities, liquidity providers, and thought leaders who contribute to the growth and development of YFI's ecosystem. As a result, YFI tokens don't need a way to capture value. If Yearn Finance grows into the best DeFi platform on earth, 
people will need YFI tokens to get in, like season tickets to your favorite sports team. YFI will be the cost of admission. Time will tell whether these mergers will enhance the value of the ecosystem or give you any non-speculative reason to hold YFI tokens. Some of the merge projects are really strong, but at least three of them have flaws in their smart contracts. And one of them saw 90% of its users pull their funds off its platform. Developers plan to fix all these problems. Let's assume they do. What sort of contagion could spread from one faulty contract, from faulty smart contracts or hidden attack vectors? What about collusion among participants? Can one component steal from another? How will the market set a price for the new governance structures? Will these combinations create synergies and spillovers among other projects, or will they cannibalize each other's users? Will the mergers make these networks more resilient and secure? Less. We'll see. I can't wait to see how it turns out. Welcome to the age of monetary exploration. And don't stop thinking about tomorrow. In a year or two, you'll feel silly that you ever worried about a $36,000 Bitcoin. And you may even get mad that you took profits at that price. Likewise for a $36,000 YFI token. At this moment, Bitcoin is in no man's land. It could realistically go much higher or, or realistically crash 50% or more. Meanwhile, the entire altcoin market looks amazing, already forming its own parabola, but that momentum is not likely to continue if Bitcoin crashes. Did you find it hard to hold tight as the market took off last month when Bitcoin broke $20,000 and everybody was talking about $100,000 Bitcoin and it's different now? When OGs told you to take profits? When you got the urge to throw more money into the market? When everybody said Bitcoin's not risky anymore? When Tether FUD went viral? Just wait until Bitcoin and altcoin prices start shooting up each hour. Your portfolio explodes. Bitcoin's price hits 50,000, 60,000 and higher. And some of your altcoins hit their moonshot targets. And then my plan forces you to sell. Not all at once, but decisively and with a clear strategy. This will be an easy investment decision, backed by years of data, patterns, and correlations. It will guarantee you catch at least some of the market cycle peak and protect against the inevitable crash that comes afterwards. A crash that has always sent prices tumbling down to seemingly impossible levels. And yet, after I tell you to sell, prices will keep going up for days, possibly weeks. In fact, if history repeats itself, the entire market will go as much as 50% higher after we start selling. Yes, we'll catch some of that, but we'll have pulled most of our investment out before then. Everyone else will think we're crazy. The facts will prove them wrong, but you won't feel that way. Why will we start selling before the market cycle peak? Because we need to make sure somebody will buy our crypto. We don't want to sell after everybody stops buying. Why will we act decisively? Because nobody can know when the exact people peak will come or at what price. Only roughly where to expect it. Better to lock in gains than risk losing them on the other side. Why will we sacrifice some upside? To make sure greedy people, so-called Bitcoin maximalists, insiders, 
and institutional investors don't run off with our money. Later, once the dust settles, we'll buy back in, possibly catch the next long-term bottom and reaccumulate our rightful stakes in the financial networks of the future. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Bitcoin's price will have to go up a lot higher before we start talking about selling even a Satoshi. Altcoins are nowhere near their potential peak. Suffice to say, once I get even a whiff of a possible market cycle peak, I'll update you with a plan for leaving the market. And if we crash, I'll let you know when to buy. Until then, ask yourself what you're trying to get out of this market. Some people like to make money. Some people like to build wealth. Which type of person are you? Whatever your answer, you have a friend here. We're in this together. Relax and enjoy the ride.